Okay, that's our song from the classic 50s. Yes, even before my time, folks. I was really a child of the late 60s into the 70s. But um, that's a song called Carol. And I actually, my first real, I guess you'd say, girlfriend crush was Carol. Carol Ingram, if you're listening out there. Pretty blonde, blue eyes, long blonde hair. That was my type. Still is. And uh, she thought I was funny. That was the key. Tall, dark, and funny. Um, we didn't stay together long because uh, basically I was stupid and shy and I don't know. I don't know. Too, too immature. Can you imagine Eddie Haskell going out with the prom queen? That was kind of what, uh, kind of what this was like. And uh, I got a little bit more mature as the years went on, junior, senior year in high school. By the time, still a little immature by the fresh, my freshman year, still a little Eddie Haskell-ish. And then um, by my sophomore year in college, I, you know, 20 years old, so I'm starting to smarten up a little bit. And so my junior and senior years were the best, absolutely. My junior year, we won the conference playing basketball, Division Three title, and um, had a really good team, like 27 wins and five losses. And good friends, started putting some muscle on, and uh, started getting some good girlfriends and some good friends. So uh, I wish those days were back college day so they were fun high school is great you have less uh, you know to, less to do kind of I don't know more uh, friends in college seem to be better I just have to say and last long although I still have some really good friends from high school how about you well besides this is the toxic wise that show with um, your host Mark Chaplin here on renegade talk radio and the uh, opening sports news, the Patriots won their game 27-20 over uh, Houston. And Houston's a pretty good team. And they start out 1-0. Now, Jimmy Garofalo from San Francisco suffered his first, I think, loss. And they got, they got beat. I'm not, I can't remember who beat them. It's going to be a strange year in football. And uh, I think the Patriots, as long as they stay healthy, they have a pretty good road to the finals. Uh, Pittsburgh didn't look very good today. But uh, Red Sox struggle a little bit with Houston, who I said before, I think Houston's an all-around better team, and they Houston might repeat as champions. They just have a good pitching, have good bullpen, good uh, relievers, and they can hit one through nine, so could be dangerous. Although, we're going to keep uh, trying with our our Red Sox. Uh, weather's getting weirder. Uh, it was 80 today during the day, 81, but last night it was 32, 31 degrees. Ooh, what a difference. I'm running around uh, all day long opening windows, and come nightfall, I'm shutting them. We played some hoops. Uh, outdoor hoops is kind of starting to die out right now a little bit. A lot of the guys that played went back to college, so we're working with limited numbers, but we're still having some fun until 
the last shot is fired. And I don't mean a gun, I mean a basketball. So this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Again, I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio. And if you're listening to our other shows, you'll know that uh, you'll realize that our, our glorious leader and our glorious owner, Richard uh, Richie Kepler, is back on Facebook, if you're following it. Now, he has a duel with a love-hate relationship and duel with uh, Facebook. He uh, kind of hates it, but he's on it. Now, me, I'm kind of indifferent. I like Facebook. It hooks me up with people I want to be hooked up with. gives me a chance to uh, advertise my show and my comedy shows. So I like it. And it gives me a chance. We do our basketball stuff on there when we play and games and league. And hooks me up with uh, old friends and current friends and new friends and friends yet to be made. So. But uh, Richie has a battle with Facebook, and it's uh, kind of a love-hate, hate-love. And But he's back on, so drop him a message if uh, if you see him on there. Uh, I think he had a 30-day bounce period, but uh, he's back on. I know a lot of my friends uh, post stuff, and they get booted here and there, so it happens. I have not yet been booted because I'm, I'm not going to go there. I... Uh, I'm non-political kind of. I don't like any of the politicians, so that's not going to be booted off for that. And I try to stay decent. Uh, have some younger people that are friends of mine. I certainly don't want to have any bad influences there. So try to keep it. Uh, as they say in showbiz, you try to keep yourself commercial. That means you appeal to everything and everybody as much as you can. You know. And that's the way it is here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Hey, folks, this is Jack Nicholson taking time out from a Lakers game to tell you I'm listening to the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. You know what I mean? Well, thank you, Jack, for that endorsement. Always happy to have celebrity endorsements. Although I don't really care for celebrity commercials, I do like celebrity doors endorsements here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Thanks, Jack. Hello, sports fans. Howard Kilsell. Well, you know, I'm not Howard Kilsell. But a uh, quick sports update. The Patriots win their home opener. 27-20 over the Houston Texans. And this aggravates me and it aggravates me when any team does it whether it's a high school team I'm watching or a college team or professional the Celtics had a habit of doing it and uh, the Patriots have a habit of doing it getting a lead and blowing it oh it aggravates me when you get your foot on their neck step on it till they can't breathe there's nothing more annoying than letting the team back into a game. Now, the Patriots up, I think, 23-24 to 6 or something. They had a chance to put it away. Bad return on a fumble. Gronk fumbled it, got it knocked out of his hand. And next thing you know, they, they have like a minute to tie it up. Jeez. That, that, uh, I can't. Uh, you know, I hardly ever watch the games live unless I'm with the uh, bunch of friends. I usually uh, record the game and watch it later because I don't like the four hours of commercials and breaks and 25 minute, 30 minute halftime where people
announcers ramble on about obvious things that I already know. Oh, they've got to play better if they want to win. Oh, well, they've got to stop sucking if they don't want to lose. Uh, Captain Obvious. All right, thanks. Um, but uh, that does... Uh, oh, and for one, every Patriots Super Bowl is a close game. Can they just effing blow somebody out one year? Please. Just blow somebody out one year in the Super Bowl. You always got us on pins and needles. You're up, you're down, you're down, you're up. You, oh, man. And, and it always seems when the Patriots are favored, they lose. And when they're the underdog, they win. So I don't know. It drives you effing crazy. Sports will drive you nuts, especially if you're betting on it. I'm not much of a sports better. Uh, we don't have many places to go bet on actual sporting events. But um, that would drive me crazy. I don't know. But uh, and the the uh, Red Sox win their final game against uh, the Astros, so they're I think at 98 or 99 wins. And the Yankees are behind them, but it's like nine and a half games with like 18 or 19 games to go. So I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, I th I, actually, the Yankees are fighting uh, fighting for a wild card because the Oakland A's started playing good after the All-Star game. They're right, they're like two and a half games, three and a half games out. So we'll have to see what happens there. Still quite a ways to go. Baseball season's a long season. And uh, I was just telling somebody tonight, it seemed like I waited all winter to hear the tadpoles sing in the ponds, how they make that music. And it came and it went, and now the trees are turning. Ugh. There's a hurricane. I'll, that's, I can't remember its name. There's actually a couple that are heading to the Florida, to the Carolinas area, Carolina areas, causing some flooding. So I hope we pray for everybody there for uh, safety, and hopefully no one gets uh, killed. That's one thing I always said about the great white northeast here. We do have some brutal cold winters and days. But if you stay inside, you're next to your stove or whatever's keeping you warm, and you don't go on the road and do anything crazy, you should be okay. Uh, but hurricanes will come and find you. Hur hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, floods, they come and find you. <laughs> and uh, that's a scary thought. Don't like that at all. So, But uh, I think my projection for the Red Sox is 107 games is probably going to be what they're going to win, which will still be a, a fantastic season. And uh, I think all the better teams are in the American League, the Yankees, Red Sox, Houston, Indians, Cleveland Indians, and maybe even Oakland. I don't know. But uh, we'll have to see, as we say here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. And thank you for listening and tuning in here, here on Renegade Talk Radio. Old Man River, he keeps on doing something. I don't know what it is. How was that? Should I try out for The Voice or America's Got Talent in the singing division? It's funny, like on my own, I don't think I have a good singing voice. And uh, when I was in grade school, in junior high, we had to go to chorus. You were forced to take art and music, uh, like uh, the Bataan Death March. And I kind of liked it, although you don't like to admit it if you're a guy to get into artsy-fartsy stuff. But uh, I know, I think I had a decent voice. I was in an operetta, I had a very small part, like one line, and sang in a chorus 
But uh, I can like sing as like Sammy Davis Jr. The Candyman can. And I've got a whole tape of that from doing a show in Connecticut many years ago. I was like half in the bag. and uh, My cousins got me to go up and do it. And it's two pretty girls, one a blonde and one brunette, I think. They were on one on each side of me singing along with the chorus. They had they had like super voices. I still have that tape. It's on not it's on not on VHS or it's audio tape and I put it on C D and I still have that. And of course I can sing as well the sing of much. But anyways, uh, I love that song. Old Man River he keeps on doing something. I don't know what it is. But uh oh I'm gonna have to think about trying out for uh some musical talent show. Hmm? Too bad Ed Sullivan wasn't still alive. Right now on our show, really, really big shoe. We've got uh, an unknown here. He sucks. No, uh, you know, who knows? And speaking of sports, speaking of sports, as uh, Howard Cosell used, used to say, speaking of sports, uh, Howard, uh, talked about that movie they made about him. Um, I can't remember the guy who was in John Tarantino, Tarantaro, whatever his name is, who was in uh, uh, the movie with uh, George Clooney um, about uh, the country singers, uh, Smoke, Soggy Bottom Boys. Uh, but he did a pretty good job. He didn't really look like him, but uh, he had the mannerisms down pretty much, and uh, I enjoyed it. But the Red Sox are now at 101 wins and I think 44 losses. 10-game lead over the uh, Evil Empire, the Yankees. And uh, it's uh, looking good. But, uh, you know, like Alex Cora, who's done a hell of a job. What a job he's done. They broke all kinds of records. But you want to keep going there. You know, they've got their sights setting on winning the, the division and getting to the uh, World Series and then see what happens. I do think the winner of the American League will win the World Series. Although you never know. Baseball could be a funny sport. Uh, Houston, Yankees, Oakland, Red Sox, Indians, all good teams. So, But uh, see the Hurricane, uh, is it Pamela? Oh, i gotta, I got to get the name of that. Whatever the Hurricane's name is, Cynthia Hamp, uh, Pamela or something is uh, barreling towards uh, the Carolinas. And they keep giving, like, conflicting reports. Cynthia, is it Cynthia? I got I to gotta look it up. I, I get the memory of a goldfish sometimes. It, you know, things that interest me, they talk about memory and, uh, you know, IQ and all that. But things that interest me, and not that I'm not interested in the storm because I'm worried about the people it will affect, and the damage it will do, but things that interest me, like history and and literature and some other things, sports, those things I will have a better chance of remembering. But um, there's been so many hurricanes, and uh, this one is barreling, and it's kind of hitting the outer islands, I think, right now, like with 120 mile an hour winds, and they're talking about like the three feet, four feet of water. So it's um, a lot of people are getting out of there. And it was it was funny because they showed on the um, news the empty malls and stores and downtowns. And I'm thinking, gee, some of these stores, even though you can take quite a bit with you and lock some up, the, you know, the security is pretty good uh, nowadays for, you know, cameras and 
locking things up and security. But if you have like a jewelry store or some kind of collectible store or an antique store, you can't haul all those antiques with you. I've seen some of those stores with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of pieces of antiques. I think it would, you'd, you know, you'd have to take a, a, a trail, tractor trailer, and I guess you could, but um, it's got to be rough on store. I just can't imagine if I owned a store or my home, i got to pack up everything, my movies, my slides, my videos, the you know family photographs and albums. you got to haul all these valuable things and precious things that are precious to you with you, but, you know, besides your, your valuable belongings and uh, you know, st uh, there is insurance, but that who wants who wants to go collect insurance for personal, you know, things in your life like that? I would rather keep them, and it's very sad. So we're hoping it, uh, it it's kind of changing shift, uh, but I guess we won't really know till it, it hits, and we'll report more on that situation later. We just pray and hope, hope and pray that uh, everyone. You know, things can be replaced, but human lives can't. So we just hope everybody finds a safe haven. Oh, quick movie review. Uh, it's a movie out called Wolf, and it's not very good. I think it was, I, you know, I talk about movies being shot on a camera phone, and I think this one uh, was definitely shot on a camera phone. I give it a D. Uh, it's probably in video stores or on demand. I don't think it's on uh, Netflix. I give it a D. It's uh, made with a camera phone, literally. And uh, you can hear people talking in the background. <laughs> nice try. It's got a nice cover, though. It's got a nice, uh, you know, poster. There's another movie called Party Night, and that uh, has a really nice uh, picture of a knife-wielding personage. And it's a horror. And I give that a D. Also made with a camera phone. So uh, save your money there. There's a movie called Angelica. And it's really, it's a, it's a drama, horror, thriller. But it's slow. It moves really, really, really slow. But the acting is pretty good. And the drama and the suspense is kind of like you're wondering what's going to happen. So... Uh, I give that a, mm, I give that a B minus, because it's really you're not sure if uh, if it's a dream or really happening or it's all psychosomatic, and it takes place in London in the 1880s, 1890s. Um, this woman marries a professor, a research doctor who researches on animals. Now I don't like movies that harm children and animals, and this one has some of harming animals, and I'm not a big fan of that. It didn't show too much of it, but I still don't like it. Would have probably got an A-, minus, but I'm going to give it a, you know, like I said, a B-, minus because it was well done, and I know the animals weren't really hurt, but I still don't like it when I see it in a movie. So I think that's on Netflix, and it's probably in uh, on on demand, and probably you can get it on a DVD. I'm also sure that you can. <coughs> and I think I talked about Papillon, the remake of Papillon. That was a pretty good movie. If you have a chance to see that, definitely see it. Dark Web, didn't care for it. 
Uh, it's uh, what's this with all these movies now that's just taking place on a computer? It's just like people FaceTiming and emailing each other, and it's weird. I don't like it. I gave that a D minus. I didn't even know what's going on. I it's not my cup of tea. Peppermint was a very good movie. It started out a bit slow, picked up, so I would definitely recommend that. Seeing that the movie Peppermint. And that's all uh, for movie reviews right now, folks, here on the Toxic Wise That Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Comedy show's coming up. I'm going to be at, uh, the, um, in Madison at the Abbey Gardens, Somerset Gardens, and uh, on October 12th, that's a Saturday, 7 o'clock, with uh, Mark Turcott, Mark Riley. And uh, so looking forward with that. Um, we're going to be four of us, so it should be a good show. So if you're in the Madison, Maine area, that's near Augusta, Maine, our capital, uh, make sure you check it out. October 12th, 7 o'clock in Madison, Maine at the Somerset Abbey. Four comedians. We're going to make you laugh till you pee your pants. And that's uh, an ad by me on my own show here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Your best place for talk radio. Hi, y'all. This is Jimmy Carter. I was president for a long time. Well, not very long, but a long time ago. Former peanut farmer. You love nuts? I'm a little nuts about the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Well, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks a lot. We always, we always like, accept, and appreciate uh, celebrity. Well, actually, anybody's endorsement here in this show. So, uh, thanks for calling in, Jimmy. The uh, hurricane's name, by the way, is Florence. I should have remembered that. Something so life-threatening and big. And uh, like I said before, you always have to deal with something, no matter where you live in the world. Earthquakes, fires, floods, volcanoes, storms, winter, hot summers, floods, droughts. But uh, this is certainly serious. But up here in the great northeast, especially in northern New England, we pretty much only have to worry about, uh, well, we have... We had a fairly dry summer. Like I said, it rained all day yesterday, but it didn't downpour. It was only a, about a half an inch. And that's not much for raining all day long, for raining over 24 hours. It didn't really help the streams, rivers, and ponds, and so forth, uh, or the water table. We, we always get a fair amount, a very good amount of, of uh rain and snow and ice in the winter so you think okay the water tables are going to be you know good all summer but if you have a couple dry weeks or three weeks and uh it's been a dry dry summer compared to other summers that's for sure but um up here in the great northeast we pretty much just have to deal with cold winters and snow and if you stay inside <coughs> You and don't try to drive in it unless you have an emergency uh, too far. You're uh, like even when we have bad winter storms. I try to. I have a Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, four-wheel drive, V8, big engine. So I'm. I've never uh, knock on wood. I've never been stuck with that. I've even gone into mail stuff with two feet of snow, 
in the post office to get to the mailbox, you know, the outgoing mailboxes. So um, I had good luck with it on the road doing comedy, especially in tra my travels. But, uh, you know, they always say, okay, the winter's going to be bad. Well, it's, it's always kind of bad. It's always, you know, we have 35, 40 below nights. Some are worse than others. And it's awful to wish your life away, but I have to admit, when it's really cold, November, December, January, February, I'm, I'm waiting for at least April. If you could get away from the cold of January and February and come back sometime around St. Patrick's Day, it wouldn't be so bad. A lot of people can afford to do that. They can go to, like, Florida or somewhere in the south to get away in January. And I have, I've, I've done it before. It's been a while. But uh, it, it's nice when you can do that. It makes the winter last, uh, seem shorter, and you don't have to wish your life away. But the new hurricane's name is uh, Florence, and it's uh, just beginning to pound. And like I said before, we just hope everybody is going to remain safe. <coughs> Another thing is, I've been reading the papers, and almost every, I'm old school, so I still get the papers, the weekly town papers and county papers, and we have the Bangor Daily News, which uh, reaches everybody. There's different editions. I even like to get on the internet and go back and look at old, from the 70s and 80s when I played basketball in high school and college, and uh, look at the, uh, the archives, especially sports pages, but all of it. All of it's good. Even the ads, like the Christmas ads from the 60s and 70s and 80s, mostly 70s, when I wanted to get a Super 8 sound projector, but just was not in the budget. I had my Kodak Brownie 300, 300 watt projector, would take 200 foot reels, which is about uh, 12 to 15 minutes, depending. And uh, I had that until I got to college, and a guy was moving, a friend of mine, Clark Rafford, joined the Air Force. Uh, as an officer, and uh, he was moving, getting married and moving, and he sold me his dual eight GAF sound, uh, projector. It wasn't sound, it was, uh, but it was a really good projector. Had a 150 watt bright bulb, special bulb, and it uh, took 400 foot reels of either Super 8 or 8 millimeters. So now I could have up to a half an hour of filming. Wish I'd have had that in high school and junior high. But, you know, you go with what you got. But I've been reading the papers a lot. I'm still old school. I like to read the Bangor Daily Papers, a lot of sports, local sports. And, you know, I'm a big local sports fan guy, especially winter basketball for colleges and high schools here. <clears throat> but on the, on the court pages, almost every day, there's two things you see a lot of, besides the normal drug bust, a lot of meth labs, meth houses, and people getting caught with meths. Even in incidents where there was a couple of guys, they thought they were driving to Northern Maine, and they drove actually into the Canadian border, got stopped by the Border Patrol with uh, all kinds of drugs and paraphernalia and money, drug money. So, <coughs> excuse me. But uh, besides the normal drugs and crimes, you see um, um, embezzlements way up. Oh, my goodness. Almost every day. And it's men and women, but a lot of women that are accountants embezzling, 100,000, one did a half a million to a local medical clinic and destroyed it. And some of the sentences they get, like some get 10 years and some get one or two years. It's really kind of all over the place. But that is rampant. And then the uh, 
people getting caught with uh, downloading and sharing and having uh, child pornography or sexual molestations or things like that, that's <laughs> way up there. And it's kind of scary. Teachers, coaches, firemen, all kinds of... They even had a guy up here was on the border patrol, got caught. And I haven't heard much about that lately. And then a teacher not too long ago from the local school around here. So it's still, still rampant and sad to see. And we hate to talk or report about those things here on the Toxic Oise Show, but they do happen, so we do have to mention them. But mostly we like to make you happy and like to make you laugh uh, because a laugh a day is keeps the doctor away. That and an apple, folks. That and an apple. This is uh, Dick Cheney saying... Hey, hey, happy hunting. Watch where you're shooting. Remember when I shot my friend? <laughs> oh, anyway, this is a Toxic Wise House show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Well, thanks, Dick Cheney. Another yet celebrity endorsement from our friend Dick Cheney. Happy hunting, Dick. It's almost hunting season. Yep. Almost. Not quite, but almost. And here's a long lost episode from Sesame Street. monster. Hey, Elmo, you see my cookies? No, no, I didn't see your cookies, you fat bitch. Hey, Elmo, you call me fat bitch and steal my cookies? I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh, no, you're not, because I put some <laughs> poison in your cookies. Oh, fuck. Uh, long lost episode of Sesame Street. Wasn't that good? How to get to Sesame Seed Bun. When I thought Sesame Street, hmm. I was never a really big fan of that. Although I did and do like uh, the Muppet movies and uh, Kermit, Kermit the Frog, Kermit, and uh, all those characters. Snuffleupagus is my favorite. Hey, bird. Because he's like depressed and big and fat. He's just kind of mopes around. Big Bird tries to help him out. Come on, Snuffy. I mean, that's pretty, uh, pretty pally bunch on there. Yeah, we do like Sesame Street here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Your best place for talk radio. Speaking of all those kids shows, uh, Captain Kangaroo, Friendly Giant, um, Sesame Street. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I think I I, I uh, did a review of the Mr. Rogers movie. I thought it was going to be like a movie with actors playing them. I think you can, my neighborhood, friendly people. But uh, it was uh, just a documentary. Uh, it was good. Film clips and stories. And he was a, uh, an ordained minister and a staunch uh, conservative. But he never uh, showed or use that in his uh, show which is good because you 
try to stay commercial. You try to stay neutral when you're doing these things, unless you have an obvious uh, goal or an agenda. But, uh, yeah, Captain Kangaroo was a favorite of mine, too. Mr. Moose, Mr. Green Jeans, Bunny Rabbit. Can't remember the rest. It was, it was uh, you know, you didn't have much choice back then. Again, you're talking like, say, five, six channels, maybe. And we also had the, uh, here in the great northeast in Maine, northern Maine, Norusta County. Norusta County is the size of Connecticut, so it's a big county here. And we're right next to Canada. We got a couple Canadian channels. Um, one from St. John and one from Moncton, New Brunswick. And they played some kid shows, too. One was Miss Ann, Romper Room, which I think also came over to... Uh, the United States. I think that it was like Bozo. Remember Bozo too? Butchie Boy. We did a lot of Bozo stuff on here. Bozo and Bushy Boy. Remember we had a we had a long lost episode of uh Bozo versus It. Remember? That was a good I'll have to bring that back. I find that in the archives. So we had uh and there might be some shows I'm forgetting. I remember being in Connecticut and waking up and uh they had morning cartoon shows with like ranger rob or ranger roy or something like that and then they'd have an afternoon cartoon carnival or something like that and back then of course you had to watch it while it was playing there was no uh video vcrs or satellite and even in cities you had limited channels you know instead of maybe getting five or six up here in the great northeast you got maybe 10 or 11 if you had an antenna, good one. And so you had to watch those shows, and somewhere in black and white, and all depends if you had a color TV. We got a color TV after, I think I was uh, eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade, we finally got a color set. Wasn't that all uncommon not to have a color TV, even in the 70s, because yeah, they were still expensive. And we got one. And uh, it was a 20-inch, I think, Magnavox. And things really changed. I mean, you really appreciated the shows more. Now, you know, you take what you can get. And then, of course, I had my movies, my 8-millimeter movies and Super 8 movies later on, cartoons. And later on, I got sound projectors. I didn't get any sound projectors till after college because I just couldn't afford them. When video started coming out, v Betamax and VHS in 1980, they... Uh, started selling out Super 8 equipment cheap and movies and projectors and cameras were about a third of the price. I remember I bought what would probably at the time be a $250 projector for like uh, 60 bucks, 75 bucks, something like that. So it was, uh, there were deals to be had. Now, if you really want to get some deals, you can go on. You can still go on eBay and get some pretty good equipment at decent prices. But anyways, um, so the kids shows you had uh, Gumby and Pokey, and then you had uh, the Christian. What was that? Uh, the, with the dog. Remember the dog and the kid, the Christian. Hey, Davy, Davy and Goliath. Jeez, Davy. Come on, Goliath, you dumb fat. You know. They got in some not-too-bad adventures. Then they had the Beatles cartoon and Milton the Monster. Milton the Monster. That was on Sunday mornings, and so wasn't the Beatle. There were limited Sunday morning 
cartoons, if you're a baby boomer, you'll remember. Of course, the big heyday was Saturday morning from, I don't know, 7, 8 o'clock until noon. And you had to decide what you wanted to watch because you couldn't tape anything back then. So you had to decide what you wanted to watch. And then uh, Sunday morning, there'd be a few cartoons on. All depends on where you, of course, if you lived in the cities, like in Hartford or Boston area, then Portland, Maine area, you could uh, probably get, on the UHF band, you could probably get some more channels and more options. So remember the movie with, what was that, uh, Weird Al Yankovic? Was that UHF he made the movie? That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I did like that. I wasn't a big uh, Weird Al fan of his songs. They were kind of odd and really, you know, they were kind of funny. But I did like that movie. And so, anyways, those are the uh, golden childhood memories of uh, all us baby boomers here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Hey, still watching some pretty interesting th stuff. Uh, I did watch some stuff on some shows on Hulu and uh, what's the other one? But mostly, mostly YouTube because a lot of good stuff comes and goes on YouTube. I watched the Winds of War, War and Remembrance. Watched every. I forgot how good that was, especially rewatching it on a you know big HD, 50 something inch screen um, without commercials. It was a uh, you know, probably back in the day I was watching it on a 25-inch screen and not in HD. So it was totally different and uh, really good. A lot of uh, stars in it. I won't go through them all, but, um, of course, it was the, the, the years between, like, 1937, 36, up until the end of the war in August of 45, and covering mostly the German, American, and English uh, sides of things, but um, also the war in the Pacific. So if you have a chance to go on and see it or re-see it, I'm, you know, North and South, Blue and the Gray, all those uh, miniseries from the 80s, Roots from the 70s, and uh, I'll go back and watch all those. It's kind of a different because, you know, you you may have not seen it since it was maybe out on video in the 80s or on TV. So it might be 20 years since you've seen it. And, and of course, now you're going to be re-watching it in high definition. And so it's uh, totally, you know, Robert Mitchum was in it and a whole bunch of stars, Sir John Gielgud. And I forgot how realistic and epic it was. It wasn't a cheap miniseries. They'd, you know, they had a, must have had a, I'm not sure, I'd have to look it up, but they must have had a really super high budget to make these. Because again, I've said it a thousand times, period pieces for television and movies are hard to make because they're expensive. Because you have to have the cars and, you know, the radios and the clothing and the vehicles from whatever era you're making it. And this is uh, the 30s and 40s. But uh, if you have a chance, go watch uh, Warren Rem uh, Winds of War, which is leading up to the war, up to Pearl Harbor, and then Warren Remembrance, uh, the war itself. It follows the Holocaust. Uh, the guy who played Hitler in both uh, series, they changed it. It was a continuance of a miniseries. But the guy who played Hitler, what, the, the second part, was a different guy. But they were both good. And sometimes they'd speak in German, sometimes English, just to kind of break up things. So 
they wouldn't always have to do uh, captions, and I kind of like that. But uh, it really took you right into the end of uh, the the bunker uh, with Hitler and his uh, his group, uh, right up until you know uh, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So, me being a history lover, I especially like that. But then again, of course, there's always a Older movies, classic, some classics, some maybe you've never heard of or seen from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and a lot of historical newsreels, news clips uh, on YouTube. So uh, I did enjoy that very much. I think I made that clear. And the Red Sox keep winning. They beat the Mets. They, I think, at 102 wins, and that is a record. Uh, I'm not sure of the statistics, statistics, but even they can't talk. But I think it's a pretty good indication. Um, I think Houston's going to be a big, and of course the Dodgers are good. If they get to the World Series, the Dodgers have loaded up. A lot of pitching, a lot of hitting. They have had some injuries, but uh, so we'll have to see. And hockey and uh, NBA, NHL hockey and NBA will be starting soon, preseason. I think the first hockey game is like October 11th, and the first basketball game I think is October 16th. Might be earlier than that for hockey. Hockey usually starts like 10 days earlier. Because the NBA used to start about on Halloween. I remember every Halloween giving out candy and watching the Celtics play. It seemed like they always opened up with the Chicago Bulls, either home or away. So, should be interesting. We're going to have to see what happens. got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left Well, it's that time again, folks. End of the show. Glad to be with you these uh, 45 minutes, hour. And uh, they're coming to take me away. You know, I was searching for a theme song for the Toxic Wise Ass Show, and I couldn't think of anything better than this song from the 60s, no less, and I remember being like, listening to it on the radio and thinking, what the F is this about? But then if you listen to the words, you know they're coming to take this guy away, which uh, is pretty sad, but he doesn't seem to be that upset about it. But anyways, thanks for being with us here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I am again your host, Mark Chaplin. That's like Charlie Chaplin, the uh, silent and sound movie star from the 30s and 40s and 50s. But anyways, uh, thanks for being with us, and we'll see you on the next show here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And again, thanks for listening. And they're coming to take me away, so I gotta go. I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet. Coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away.